This is the last scene of Dear Billy from Stranger Things Season 4, Episode 4. Spoiler alert, I'm going to do a full recap and I'm going to talk about my thoughts on that scene. For every TV show, there's always a like a moment where you realize its greatness. You understand how far it has gone. You understand that it has become a cultural phenomenon. Stranger Things was already a cultural phenomenon since its first season. And after season two and three, some people might have said they might have lost the magic. I'm not saying two, season two and three are bad but they weren't as strong as season one. Going into season four, I have to admit that I didn't even watch it that first week and I waited until mid-June to get into it. I got into it because, as it is the case online, when some things come, when some things come out, you can't even you know, escape it. I was like, okay, I need to watch this, but I'm waiting. Oh, and I was also apprehensive because I heard there was like two, they were doing two sides, like two parts. And then I went on a website and I saw Sadie Sink just floating in the air. Her eyes red and in a very weird position. And I'm like, she's not standing. Where is she? And the shot was from above. And I was like, this is not good. This is not good. And I love her in the in the movie, in the in the TV show as Max. I was like... I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't hold up anymore. I need to watch this. So I go ahead and I start watching it. I spent one night watching this thing. I literally couldn't wait to watch it. And then after I spent the whole night watching all of the episodes that were available, I started re-watching the whole Stranger Things because it made so much of an impression on me and it reminded me why I love that show. Deal Billy just crushed me. It really like put me in a weird emotional state. And I'm like, man, oh man. I wish, so this is the point where I wished TV shows like this were like weekly or something. Because... As people mentioned, it gives you more time to reflect, to compose yourself and wait for it for the next week. I literally didn't jump to the next episode. I waited like 10, 15 minutes so I could breathe. Even though I knew in some ways they couldn't kill her. I was so scared for her. I was like, no, are they going to do this? Is this going to be... Um, like Bob is this gonna be like Bob and it's like ah in that last scene if you're not emotional if there's not a little hint of tears coming to your eyes if you don't revel in it there's something wrong with you you need to you know stop watching Stranger Things because this is probably the single greatest moment in Stranger Things history. I'm not even being hyperbolic for, you know, being hyperbolic sake. I'm being real when I say that. If you ask anybody 
what is the most memorable moment in the entire four seasons of Stranger Things, they will let you know that it's that scene. The first season, the ending of the first season, I talked about that. Um, L just being a badass. That last scene of season four when we thought that, um, what's the name of the guy? Jim died. That was pretty emotional too. I thought Jim died. I would have, I wished Jim had died. I wished Jim had died because it's it's okay if he died. He It would have been fine. Because I literally cannot explain how Jim gets out of America. I cannot explain how the Russians came to America. I thought they, they had a portal to come from Russia to America. But I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. How did they even get to build all this? And I'll have all these officers with uniforms. How? I don't know. Don't even ask me. But let me just focus on this. I watched some videos about it. And in some ways, some people that I watched on YouTube and online, they were saying how Stranger Things went back to its roots. The kids being the focus and them figuring things out. We get... um, So, Nancy and Robin go to see Victor Creel and they figure out that music is a way to that could work to help Max because Max has Vecna's curse. And one thing I don't like with that scene when Max is trapped in the mind world. Dustin figures figures out what to do. He grabs a backpack that has all the cassettes and he drops all the cassettes on the hood of the car and carries them in his hands. I don't know who made that decision, but just grab the backpack and run with it. It would be it would have been easier. So grab the backpack, run with it, and then when you get to the grave, put that in there. Put that on, on the ground. Pour them on the ground the same way they did. So they're arguing, hey, what do we do? What do we do? Until she pulls out the song. And you know exactly which song they're going to pull out. Because throughout the whole first, you know, three episodes, she's constantly listening to that song. Like, I had songs like that in my life where I'm like, that song is on repeat. <laughs> like, for the past, for the next week or so, I know that song is going to be in my Spotify, you know, whatever they send you at the end of the year and she's at she has that song <laughs> and you're like man guys get it and it's an emotional ending to the to that scene not to that episode because throughout the whole episode she knows she has that curse and she's dreading it but at the same time she's preparing for it she's getting her mind and her life ready imagine if you knew where, when you were gonna die and you knew you don't know exactly when, you don't know exactly when, but you know it's coming in the next week or so. What would you do? Like, what would you do? And that's where acting is next level. I used to have a, an acting coach, not an acting coach, like a theater appreciation coach was saying how, theater appreciation professor was saying how actors have to bury their families, get married, 
kill their worst enemies and lead the country to a better place all in an hour and it's like acting is hard guys it's easy but it's hard it's hardly easy <laughs> i don't know what to say anymore but she had to carry that and carry that emotional weight throughout the whole see um episode and then it culminates to that and her friends we got steve the dad who's constantly taking care of them and he's like you know what she asked steve to take a break from them while she's at um the the, the grave well she's reading a heartfelt um message to billy her brother who she didn't like but you know even if you don't like someone it doesn't mean you want them dead and it's like the guilt is killing her because at some point she might have said that but just because you say something doesn't mean you necessarily mean it when you're arguing with like a family member or like a an annoying brother and at the same time she's like i cannot believe i'm feeling this way there's a conflict she's a human person she has emotions she might have been mad at him for things that happened but at the same time she remained her half brother or her brother and this guy is using this against her and she's sitting there after saying this and she gets trapped in the man world and vecna is like i got you and we're like man is she going to die is she going to die and at that point where she gets trapped she has the all the tentacles around her neck Vecna is like, yeah, don't you want to join them, etc. Dustin gets the message from Robin and um, Nancy. She runs. She's like, what is her favorite song? And they're like, her favorite song is this. So they figure it out. They put the cassette in there and they put it on. And it's like, bruh, she starts to rise. And it's like, oh, no, what are we going to do? And she could see them outside just yelling. And she's like, I can't die now. I need to get out. Should she? I don't know. You know what? I don't even know what she has. She used a thumb to cut that tentacle on the neck to hit him on the on the side of the neck to hit Vecna on the side of the neck, and then um, his attention is um, he lost his attention. So now he has to um, get her back. She starts running. Everything is falling around her. The song starts playing. Kate Bush is just the best. I'm a fan, 100%. Like, like, um, like Lucas. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm 100% invested in Kate Bush stocks. I had one songs of Kate Bush that I loved, and it's called "Don't Give Up" by Kate Bush and Peter Gabriel, who was in the first in the previous season, which is funny, which is very interesting. One of the best songs by Kate Bush too. If you want to check it out, I think the song is by Kate Bush. No, the song is of Peter Gabriel featuring kate bush she say i mean they help her but she saves herself but without them she wouldn't be able to do this one of the themes in these shows in, in like harry potter for example or like lord of the rings is the value of friendships people are joking online they're like imagine if your friends don't know what your favorite song is imagine if you have no friends <laughs> it's like family is great 
Family is everything. But you need some friends. I'm not saying you need to have like 5,000 friends on Facebook. But you need some good friends that you can count on. Two or three, five or six, maybe half a dozen. You need someone who could just call up and say what's up and talk to them. And having that bond with them is what saves her. Not the song necessarily. But if they didn't know her, they wouldn't be able to help her like that. Like... Even if they didn't know the specific song, they would have been, they were there for her. And that's what Lucas tells her. He was like, I don't want a letter. I'm here with you right now. I'm here. It wasn't saying like, I'm like, I'm physically here. Of course, he's physically there. That goes without saying. But he's like, I'm here for you if you need me. Which is the the perfect message. Being there. Sometimes being physically there is great. But knowing that you can count on that person is even better. I feel like I'm yelling throughout this whole thing, but I almost cried watching this scene. And I think it's the most memorable scene in the whole Stranger Things four episodes. The same way people have Hodor, Game of Thrones, or The Red Wedding, uh, Stranger Things has its own moment. I think it's memorable for all these reasons. It's not only telling you about the bond that these kids have but it's also telling you how others can help you they will not literally pull you they didn't pull her out of this place she pulled herself out so she made that choice she realized that these people were there for her so she couldn't let them down she couldn't let herself down and i've read some things where people are saying how people you know people are depressed people like who have mental health issues literally they watched that season and some people, it connected with them. It resonated with them because people have, a lot of people have things that they are dealing with. And sometimes you just have to pull through. And it's okay if you're going through this, something like this because and you have that support. And choosing to live, choosing to push forward takes extreme, extreme will. And I hope this scene helps some people out to kind of like find that. Well, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. I'm not saying people are going to have their own moment like that. But it's, it takes will to decide I'm going to keep going and I'm going to pull through. Which is, I think, if you're kind of analyzing this whole thing. Um, I think because it goes beyond a sci-fi TV show. That's what makes this scene so powerful and so important. It connects with you emotionally. It makes you think. It cements Stranger Things as the show that we know that it is. It has its flaws. I will agree. Not everybody will watch it because not everybody is, uh, is a fan of sci-fi, etc. But even if they mess up season 5, I will always watch season 1 and 4, 1 through 4. Season 1 and 4 and be like, yes, this was peak season, peak Game of Thrones. Because after season 1, I think season 4 is probably the best one. And then season 2 and season 3. Season 3, no season, I don't know. Season 2 and 3, I'm very on the fence on them. But season 4, great stuff. Give it 10 out of 10. I said that I would go back to this scene. Here I am. I've talked a lot. Thank you very much for listening. These were my thoughts on the last scene of Game of Thrones. Season 4, Episode 4, Dear Billy. Go ahead and watch it.
It was directed by Sean Levy. It was written by Paul Dichter. And I can't wait for season five. And I hope, I hope, I hope they do a great job with season five and finish the, the whole um, series on a high. 